Welcome to another episode of Stand Out But Please Fit In. If you're new to my podcast, hi, my name is Abby. And if you're returning, welcome back to another episode. This is my 27th episode, so I think some people are already tired of listening to the introduction and what this podcast is about. If you're new to this podcast, you can go back to my old episodes or listen to the introduction trailer of this podcast. Anyway, so usually I start off with this week's highlight, what happened in my life. And something that's been bothering me is that I hurt my foot from walking or running too much, especially the heel of my foot. And it's been a couple of weeks. I've been going to chiropractor physical therapy. They call it sekkotsuin. It's a hybrid of chiropractor and physical therapy. And it's just, uh, it's not a big deal. I can still walk fine. It's just, uh, it's just, a, it's been bothering me for the past couple of weeks. And knowing the fact that I'm not able to like run without worrying about it. I still go for a run, but it just bothers me. And I think I talked to my chiropractor and he was telling me that maybe it's my shoes or insoles. I've been using the same type of insoles for the past 15 years. So I don't think it's the insoles. It could be my shoes. And that could be like a reason why my heel is hurting because it's just not formed properly. And I had these shoes for a couple of months now. And so that's something I should probably take a look at. Okay, so today's episode is about importance of friendships from different cultures. And I feel like I'm an expert when it comes to keeping friendships from different cultures because I am a third culture kid. So I have seen people from all over the world in places that's not in my home country, which is India, even though I don't really call that. My home country is just my nationality, uh, something that's my passport. So I feel like I have a lot to share. And hopefully, if you're listening to this, this can help you open up your friendship to someone that's not really similar to you. Because I think it's very important to get knowledge from people that's completely different from who, who you are. And it can help you kind of grow as a person professionally and personally. So I want to talk about my experience in life. And this is from all the way from kindergarten, elementary school, all the way to even today. Yeah, let's just get started. So let's start talking about what kind of friends I had in my lifetime. And let's start off with elementary school and especially in Japanese public school. Majority of the stuff... I did discuss this in my very first episode of being a child and a minority in Japan. So if you're interested in my childhood and how it was like as a foreigner in Japan 20-something years ago, please listen to that very first episode because that was a foundation of my life. So... I won't touch so much in this episode. Please listen to that episode. But what I wanted to talk about in Japanese public school is overall what I discussed was most of the friends that I thought 
in Japanese elementary school, they happened to be not my friend. So that was something a little bit difficult to deal with, but I made few friends that I still kept in touch even to today. When I came back to Japan after living in US for 12 years, I was able to still keep in contact with them. So that was really cool. I had one friend that even if I moved to different parts of my life by moving to different cities or a different country, it's still a miracle that I was able to keep in touch with her all these years. And another friend that I had, she was not in elementary school. We were in like a club swimming team completely. We were, did not even go to the same elementary school. I kept up with her for all these years. So even today, I have her Instagram or Facebook. So we always liked each other's posts. I've not seen her in the past three, four years. But if I go to her hometown, I can always see her because she's just so she's there I still keep in touch with her yeah so that's something that you don't really see around especially when you were born and raised in one certain place but a lot of times when once you leave high school and you go on to college or work it's even harder to see friends so trying to keep that with you know moving other side of the world, it's still a miracle to me. So not only I went to public school in Japan, but I also went to international school in Japan. And international school, obviously, everybody comes from different parts of the world. So everyone had a diverse background. So this was a little bit easier to make friends than Japanese school, especially because I lived in a rural town. So everybody's different. So living in Japan as a foreigner is what, what makes us the same. So that was easy for us to become friends. But of course, it was actually divided into two groups. And one was non-Japanese. That's people, their parents were assigned to work in Japan. So the kids come. So they did not speak any Japanese. And another were Japanese people, so their parents put their kids into international schools for them to learn English. Because I went to international school right after I went to public elementary school in Japan, I knew both languages, so I was able to make friends with both of the groups. But looking back at it, I felt that it was easier for me to make more friends with Japanese people because at that time, my English wasn't very good. So making friends with the foreigners are, were a little bit difficult, but still, they were still friends. And even to this day, I also still keep in touch with them, with almost all my international school friends, because they were also the same age. So based on that, for my childhood friends, so this is kind of a little bit different between my experience in public Japanese school and with international school. So for my international school, it was a lot easier because people had access to computers. So we all had emails already. This was like early 2000s. So it's very interesting to see that we all had emails back then. Because I remember I got my, I created my email in 1999. 
it was like April something 1999. So everybody had emails. So it was easy to get their emails. And from there, I think early 2000s and mid 2000s, it was MySpace or from Facebook. So they used that email to create that or even AOL, the instant message. So with that, it was easy for us to connect that way. Because of that, all our social medias, we were able to like add each other on our social media easily. So that's why i friends with them on social media. So I can see what's going on, even though it's been like 20 something years. But for my public Japanese school friends, not a lot of people had computers at that time, especially in their household. So everything was mail based. I remember when I moved within Japan, I sent letters and stickers within letters to my friends. And even when I was living in US, I would send letters to Japan. And it was Interesting because I remember a lot of the emails I would actually write my email because sending letters were becoming less and less common. But then none of my friends would, like the two friends that I kept in contact, would not have emails. So it was a little bit difficult. But still, I would send emails on their birthdays or just any random days. And when I actually visited Japan in high school, I did see my friends. And I actually created an email account for one of my friends and told her to, hey, you should start using emails. This is a little bit easier for us to contact each other. And she actually created it. And because of that, I think that helped even connect with each other better. So I was really, it's once again, I feel like it's a miracle that after all these years, I can still keep in touch with them now they have social medias or even the application for uh, instant message uh, for short messages we call it line in japan so that's something that we usually use to contact each other so yeah so that's just still a miracle i don't know how that happened to me in my life but it's great to have someone who has friends all around the world okay so friends in u.s so once i moved to u.s u.s is obviously a lot more diverse with people from different cultures but for the most part i didn't have so much issues with making friends just like regular kids and obviously there are times that you fight with your friends and um, you just don't get along with them and that's not because of me having different culture I think it's just because of my personality or other people's personality so this happens to anybody so that's just the normal part but it's nothing to do with culture issues But there was one incident that, so this was kind of on my part that I wanted to share on this podcast today. And this was um, right, I think like an year, within the year that I moved to the U.S., I was doing swimming in Japan. So I also joined the swim team in U.S. And I don't know why exactly I said this, but I think because I experienced racism in Japan, I felt that the people on the swim team that are basically around my age, didn't like me because of my race. So that's 
self-consciousness actually brought that into the to U.S. But U.S. is a little bit different when it comes to that, especially for obviously racism does exist in U.S., but it's not like Japan. If you're not Japanese, racism exists, but for U.S., it's completely different. And I felt that they were they didn't want to be my friend because or they didn't want to get to know me better because of my race. And I actually mentioned that and said it out loud to their faces. And I think in U.S., it's a big accusation of somebody calling you racist. So this was not the case with the people on the swim team. So because of that comment that I made, they didn't want to be my friend even more. So that was kind of a really bad situation. I felt like I didn't have friends on the swim team because of that one comment that I made. And yeah, so that's just something I wanted to discuss. I felt like U.S. is a little bit better, but obviously um, if you're you know, African-American or Latin American descent, they might have it a little bit worse compared to someone like Indians or Asians. But that's something that I can't really, at that time, I felt that, that I didn't know that probably those races were a lot more minority than people like me because I came from Japan and people that are not Japanese in Japan are considered as a minority there. In the in U.S., if you're a minority, you tend to be a African American or Latin American descent or Native Americans. Yeah. So, other than that incident, most of my friends I met in U.S. had different ethnicity, but they were mostly born and raised in the U.S. So even though you're Chinese, even though you're Indian, you're Chinese American or Indian American. So that's something that I obviously because when I moved to the U.S., I became a teenager. So I was able to adapt to the American culture really easily because surrounding with people that are American is just not that hard, especially when you're a child. But because I was I was born as a third cultured kid and not from the U.S., U.S., and my parents had their own standards. For my friends, especially the parents, they loved me because of my diverse culture and standards. And even though I was a normal teenager and young adult, I never had any issues with parents not liking me. I don't want to like brag, but I felt like I always had my friends' parents loved me. So, okay, so next is now after I went to undergrad, came back to Japan, and how is it like making friends as an adult living in US and Japan and coming back? I know, I feel like my life is all over the world. Okay, so grad school. Grad school was very interesting because I was in a program with foreigners, but I had I belonged to a laboratory, obviously with foreigners and Japanese. So I had two sets of friends. One is foreign friends. For foreigners that come into Japan to study, they are most they're from all over the world. So not like in U.S. where most people are something American. They're literally from their own countries 
and they come to Japan. So they have their sets of culture differences from their own country and they're just coming to Japan. Making friends with them was similar to how it was in the US because, because they have different cultures, but you're able to learn a lot more with these people compared to when I was a teenager in US. So cultural exchanges between foreign friends in grad school was a lot more fun because there were many things that I did not know that they knew. So I enjoy learning about that. For Japanese friends, um, I only interacted with people from my class, not really outside. They already had an foreigners in their life in the laboratory i was a foreigner there's some foreigners so it was not difficult to like make friends but the japanese friends that i kept in touch even today are people that actually went abroad or lived abroad or studied abroad so people that were interested in learning about other cultures were the ones that i was able to become closer and actually keep in touch and maybe closer friends and that's not a lot in japan i feel like japan is such an island country so people don't like to really know something that's outside their norm so to find friends that are are interested in learning about the outside world especially japanese people it's very rare to find but you should treasure it when you find it And lastly, I wanted to talk about how it's like to make friends in the job place. And let me tell you this, for me, I feel like working at a company, it's almost like you don't really make friends. That's how I think of it. I mentioned this in my previous podcast as well. I felt like a lot of Japanese people, when they're first going to workplace, they try to meet people and they try to get to know them and become friends but for me that's really not the case because you're still at a workplace so I don't really want to like really get to know them as a friend so I always had that mindset but I did make few friends actually through work most of them were not through my department but it's because I was able to make friends during training but It was also the people that I became closer definitely were people that studied abroad, lived abroad, or people that are able to understand the outside culture. And that's because I also mentioned this in other podcasts. Many people are really judgmental when it comes to how I speak or how I think or act. And the people that lived abroad, studied abroad, they never thought of me as someone different. They always thought of me as someone equal and someone to respect. So I just tend to gravitate towards those people that understands me a little bit better than people just don't. Yeah, so I wanted to wrap this up. Overall, you know, making friends within different culture is very important based on my experiences. And I wanted to let you guys know that especially like, People that are living in U.S., it's a little bit hard to meet people that are completely different than you. Obviously, even within U.S., you can meet people that are different. But I feel that once you become Americanized, 
it's kind of you don't really get to see what's going on outside and that's what I felt after 30 something years so learning about different cultures and someone who grew up differently than you I feel like when you meet that kind of person you should try to get to know them a little bit better because that can really help you understand what's going on outside and what's and help you grow as a person as well anyways if you like this topic please let me know and if you have any other topics that you want me to discuss please let me know in my social media listed in the show notes i'm on instagram facebook twitter and next week i am going to talk about my promotion story and if you have any questions about that too let me know as well thank you so much and i'll see you next week bye